Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with Future Tech Podcast. My guest today is the CEO of Minds, M-I-N-D-S. His name is Bill Ottman. Bill, how are you doing today? Hey, good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So we'll, let's start with the uh, the general stuff. What What is Minds? What's the whole premise of this? So we're an open source and encrypted social networking platform where people are rewarded with digital currency for their activity and then exchange the currency for views or free promotion on your content or peer-to-peer with other users in exchange for exclusive content sort of in a, a recurring crowdfunding. We've been running this reward system for a few years now, and it's been extremely successful. People love the exposure they're able to get just being active. And so now we're sort of uh, excited to move things to the blockchain. Yeah, so when you say you reward people for activity, what kind of activity? Like, how do you monitor so like, it, and what do you reward them for? Yeah, for receiving upvotes, comments, shares, uh, referring people to the network, uh, checking in. And so there's a handful of different tasks or actions that are listed, and then they diff- they all have different point values. And so, you know, it's been definitely successful, by far our most successful feature. But, you know, we have run into some issues with gaming. And that being you mean people said, trying though, to game the system? Yeah, which is we originally had the ability to earn points for creating more content. 
but we had to take a lot of that out just because people were abusing the system. And, you know, ultimately the best content receives the most interaction. So, you know, that right. is really the most the most valuable stuff. You know, that being said, with the gaming's minimal. Most people are not trying to really hurt the system. That's a you know, tiny, tiny percentage. But um, you know, the scalability of an internal digital currency is extreme. So that that's the greatest part about it, and the user experience is, is very simple. Well, what uh, network does this activity occur on? I don't, I don't know uh, off the bat. I haven't uh, been in it. On on Minds.com. Minds.com, okay. And what's yeah. the whole so goal we, of the Minds website? Well, we're an open source social network, so all of our code is okay. obviously free, and our messenger is encrypted, so we have zero knowledge of the content of the conversations. We're basically trying to do everything... The inverse of what mainstream proprietary social networks do. So we don't spy on people. We're actually community owned. We did an equity crowdfunding round last year from over 1,500 community members, and we raised a million in like the fastest that it had been done in the U.S. And we reward people. We provide monetization tools too, so users can accept payments for access to their exclusive content or they can accept payments to share other people's content. And we've been using Stripe, and we do have users earning you know, significant money, thousands of dollars, but you know, Stripe is a proprietary centralized system, and uh, there's just so much benefit to moving to the blockchain with regards to our right. entire monetization system that you know, we're, uh, we're tempted to move in that direction, so that's where we're going. So you've gone through, you know, uh, some figuring out of what's working, what the right incentives are, et cetera. And now you're ready to tokenize it and use a blockchain, right? Yes. Okay. And what what benefits do you think doing that will bring to the community? More transparency. So, you know, the whole ledger of advertising transactions will be public. Um, so, you know, that audit trail, I think, is important to people. and. So that's for the boost system, which is our promotion, you know, paid promotion system, similar to advertising on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and stuff. But we also have a peer-to-peer advertising tool where I can send you a direct offer of, say, you know, $100, $100 worth of tokens. You get a little notification that says, hey, Bill's sending you an offer for $100 to share this post. Do you accept it or reject it? And so that's where we think advertising is moving, taking out the middleman, allowing creators to directly interface with each other, because ultimately you know who you want to reach. You don't need to go through us. Now, there is potential benefit of of going through us because we can give guaranteed views uh, in scattered in our newsfeed, but I think having both options is really important. And then also for the peer-to-peer crowdfunding system, you know, developing these monthly subscription-based relationships between creators and supporters, similar to what Patreon's doing. Um, but, you know, that that's a centralized system with risk to the relationship between the creator and supporter. So we're intermediary, we're intermediating that relationship and helping creators and supporters find each other. But once those smart contracts are initiated the creators and supporters don't even need us like those those transactions will be occurring uh on or off mines because we're not actually hosting the wallets 
that we're we'll be we'll be using uh people will be using stuff on their own devices. Okay, so people can post content on your network, people can also pay to boost their content and essentially advertise it to other people on the network, right? Yes, but the main difference okay. between our promotion system and sort of status quo social networks is that you can earn tokens or points for being active. So we're trying to create a contribution mm -hmm. economy where your relative contribution to the total contribution every day will, based on the variety of factors that I mentioned, will dictate how many tokens you, you earn. Right, okay. Yeah, because I've heard of Steam, you know, Steamit, which has mm -hmm. a model that may be similar or not. There's, you know, there's library credits. They're more focused on, like, YouTube-type stuff. So what kind of content are you guys focused on? Uh, do people tend to post blogs or videos or, you know, what's the favored kind that you see works really well on your network? Pretty much all of it. I mean, we host video. We also have a regular news feeds for posting photos or statuses or news articles. We also have a blogging platform. So honestly, it's all working quite well. Um, memes are obviously huge, but news articles, we have tons of journalists and activists and artists and musicians. So it's pretty, pretty diverse types of content. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, have you let the community know about the, uh, the upcoming tokens? I mean, are you doing a, uh, a token generation event or an airdrop or what, you know, what's on your roadmap for right now? Um, yeah, we've sort of been teasing, teasing people have been, by the way, requesting this and almost demanding it for for a long time. I mean, ever since we launched our own uh, internal digital currency, people are saying, you know, crypto would work so well here. And, and we always knew that. It was just, there was so much that we learned from not being premature about launching it. And it was just a, a very educational experience for us watching how the economy worked. Um, but our roadmap, we're actually going to be launching our product on a testnet before we, you know, consider doing any kind of token generation event or anything. So you know, we're in the minority, I think, of, of crypto projects that I already have. We already have a product. We already built the whole crypto platform. We built it into our mobile apps and into our web app. And we're going to be running it on a, on a testnet in audit and get the peer review happening. And that, that should be later this month. Okay. Uh, what else is on the roadmap for 2018? So that's happening in the next month. I mean, what else? Uh, we're going to be doing a lot with analytics, further decentralization. So I think decentralizing the payment system, it was an, an important first step. We're seeing a lot of demonetization and algorithm issues affecting content creators and their revenue capabilities on other networks. So, you know, for our financial sustainability, we wanted to focus on decentralizing monetization first. But you know, looking into decentralizing other components of the social network are, are in the roadmap. So, you know, other types of data stores. That gets a little bit more complicated, and, and that area of, of tech generally on the web is pretty immature, but it's very important. So we're, we're looking into it deeply. Hmm. Okay. Um, any, uh, where do you think your Minds network is going to go or change over the next year? Do you see it just as is, the model's working just fine. You just want to tokenize it, or do you think that there's a, an undercurrent that's going to push it in one direction or another? Maybe different content, different way people engage in the community? I think that we're going to continually be focused on helping creators 
be successful in terms of helping them get exposure on their content, uh, helping people make money. Uh, and if we focus on those two things, because that's what most people want out of social media is to be heard, to actually you know, not get buried in the Facebook algorithms or uh, Google algorithms. It's ridiculous. On, on Facebook now, you're only reaching organically like two or three percent of your own followers. And it used to be a much higher percent. And so they brought they brought in everyone under this context that, hey, you can post and reach all these people who follow you. But then they did a bait and switch and, you know, wanted to run their own secret algorithms in the newsfeed to show you what they want to show you, not what you want to see. And so it's actually been pretty shocking, even though, you know, we're only around a million users, many small to medium sized content creators find it vastly easier to gain thousands of followers on Minds than on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, because you're sort of speaking into a void in those networks. But with our reward system and boost system, you're able to kind of get out of the void and get broadcast into a community. And if your content is good, you you will gain a following. So you know these these algorithms are really dangerous, both for censorship and just straight up reach. I mean, even the mainstream media is really pissed about the algorithm manipulation on Facebook because, you know, they invested millions of dollars in building up their brand pages and suddenly they're not able to reach their fans either and Facebook wants them to pay. And, you know, we're seeing demonetization happening on Google. They just cut out everyone who has under a thousand subscribers can no longer make money. They're, you know, blanket demonetization demonetizing certain content just because it has certain keywords in it. So, you know, we're just going to keep being focused on what helps regular creators make money, get exposure, and I think that that is going to continue to to work in everyone's favor. Yeah, why do you think that uh, people are able to get thousands of followers on your platform so much easier, you know? Because they can boost and they can get guaranteed views. So one point equals one view. As, as it sits now. And so you earn a thousand points, you can boost your photo for a thousand views on that photo, which you would otherwise never have been able to get without paying. So, you know, you can also pay for boosts on our site, but this, this you know, concept of being rewarded for your contribution and the earnability of reach is is really important because, you know, we we have the ability to give it. Everyone is sort of participating in it in the network because, you know, like every 15 posts or so in your newsfeed, you'll see a boost. And, you know, that is sort of this engine that drives everyone to be able to reach new people. It's also a good echo chamber breaker. We do have an option to turn off boost if you want, so you don't have to see that in your feed. But a lot of people like it. It's just a good way to discover new stuff. And yeah, it, it, it breaks echo chambers, which is, I think, important these days. Hmm. Okay. Uh, last question: Is there any uh, political content on, you know, on Minds that you see has an effect on the network, or do people really not post that kind of stuff very much? Uh, uh, no, they definitely do. I think that interestingly, we have a pretty large progressive audience and libertarian, and you know, it's sort of a, a paradox. But the rational people on both ends of those spectrums tend to agree on a lot, especially when it comes to to free speech and privacy in these kinds of issues. So, you know, we have a lot of 
people who are very active journalists and you know posting all kinds of political content from from both the left and the right okay very good all right so what's the best way for uh people to engage with minds just go to the website minds.com yeah. or is there an email yeah, or other website. ways to contact you uh, definitely just, just make an account and, and get started. You, you get points just for, for getting set up and, uh, for being active and just boost and, and you'll see it'll, it'll, it'll immediately start to take effect as long as, you know, your content is, is decent. All right. Well, that's great. Brian, I appreciate you coming and, uh, looking forward to seeing what happens with Minds over this next year. Yeah, really. Thanks for having me on. Coming to Dallas, Texas, September 14th, 15th, and 16th, 2018, the Blockchain and Future Tech Expo. This is going to be a gigantic conference of over 5,000 people. We're going to be talking about blockchain and its applications. We're going to be talking about quantum computing, cybersecurity, artificial intelligence, and several other future technologies that are poised to and actually changing our lives as we speak. Here's why you should attend. As you may know, early adopters are the ones that investigated and profited from things like the gold rush in the 1800s, from the dot-com boom in the 1990s, from the internet boom in 2005, from the smartphone explosion in 2007, from the real estate boom that ended in 2008, and of course, from the Bitcoin boom that started in 2012. Early adopters act now. They don't wait till later. They go out west first in their covered wagons. They find the biggest gold nuggets. If you consider yourself an early adopter and you want to find the biggest nuggets, then you owe it to yourself to attend this upcoming conference. Blockchain is going to affect how we control and store our medical data, how we send money around the world, how we bank, and more. But artificial intelligence, quantum computing, and cybersecurity will play a pivotal role in our lives as well. And that's why our next event, September 14th to the 16th at the Dallas Convention Center, is going to have not only 5,000 plus attendees, but we'll showcase blockchain, AI, cybersecurity, quantum computing, and more. You want to get in on the coming gold rush of future tech and opportunity as an early adopter. Don't be left out. To register, go to bftexpo.com. That's blockchainfuturetechexpo.com. Thank you. You have been listening to Almost Here. Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, post a review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.